All right, come on in here. We've got plenty of room for you. Welcome to the Chapel of Pre-Existing Conditions of Unconditional Love. Pre-Existing Conditions of Unconditional Love. The Chapel of Pre-Existing Conditions of Unconditional Love. Pre-Existing Conditions of Unconditional Love, yeah? W what do you think? You think that's going to fly? <laughs> A little bit long, right. Yeah, it goes off right off the edge of the sign. But the idea behind the name, that's what I'm going for. We have love. Here's my point. We have love before we have political beliefs, before we have culture, before we have an education, before anything else. Our parents make love. We come out of that love. And as we emerge, as we're born, our love is unconditional. Don't forget that. Now, I'm going to play a song from a classic song from the Stop Shopping Choir from New York City. This is a wonderful song. I want you to listen to the lyrics. We're going to pay attention to these words, open them up as our earth service goes forward here today in the chapel of pre-existing conditions of unconditional love. And I don't know what it is. And I don't know what it is. But a lot, a lot of money buys a lot less. Here's a million bucks for a breath of fresh air. Okay, take a number, the line's over there. And I don't know what it is, but laugh till you cry isn't what it was. Hilarious how very rich the comedian is. He lost all his jokes in the laugh track biz. And I don't know what it is, but here's your gun and here's my dark side, have we? Until you change, we're the devil to you. Let's back up just a little bit into an earlier part of the song. You said, there's nothing to love but fear itself. That's why the, the singers are getting so angry with the person they're singing to. There's nothing to love. You said there's no love except fear. So the singers are saying, you don't love enough. So therefore, we're going to be your devil. You don't love enough, so therefore we won't love enough. You got no love, we got no love. <laughs> You're the devil, I'm the devil. Is this familiar to you? Children, think about it. Is this ringing a bell? 
Well, it should, because that's what 50% of the country is shouting at the other 50% of the country, and the other 50% of the country is shouting it back at the first 50%. And the two halves of our benighted country are singing these threats to each other. I'm your devil until you believe what I believe. They're both saying the same thing to each other at the same time. And when you do that, you don't listen very well, do you? And when you do that, you don't love very well. You don't have all the things that listening and loving offers, like tenderness and empathy and Gratitude and loyalty and being of service, helping each other, all the things that love has. Canceled. Why? Because you believe something different. Now, this should be very familiar. Oh, oh, it's the saddest thing about America. We've got fundamentalism in us, deep. For centuries, there have been bad preachers who've been saying, if you don't believe hard enough, you're going to hell. And to outsiders, to heathens, they say, if you don't start believing what my church believes, I'm going to be your devil. I'm going to wage war. I'm going to enslave. I'm going I'm to I'm beat you up economically. All kinds of things. Oh, that's so deep in us. I feel the bad preacher come, kind of coming up inside me right now. I want to be, for the rest of this church service, I, I want to be a bad preacher. It feels so good to preach this way. I want to, I want to shout damnation and doom. Oh, I got the bad, bad, uh, uh, uh. I'm the preacher from hell. The preacher from hell, come to my church, get on your knees, what do we need, extinction, extinction, Extinction! 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 Look, 
bad preachers hurling the damnation of extinction at each other. But in that case, aren't we all bad preachers? By shouting this small collection of hate phrases at each other, and in the political season, isn't that repetition just mindless? We are inviting our own mass death, people. We're face to face with the devil that we've manufactured, and the anger is so delicious, the itch, so itchable. We're not noticing. The earth is in an evolutionary struggle that may very well result in our early suffering and death. And already so many, um, so many have suffered and are suffering. As we shout, we're the devil to you, we're the devil to you, to that other half of the country. While they shout the same thing to us, we don't see how our pre-existing condition of love is calling to us. From the wind and the waves and the hurricanes and the tornadoes and the burning, the thousands of wildfires calling out to us from the tiny deadly viruses. Even the bacteria is going extinct. The birds are falling out of the sky by the millions. The acceleration of this extinction is not an issue. It's not a, 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 a litigation. It's not a data. It's not a platform in a political party. It's, it's where our love waits for us. It's where the earth sent us into life with our love. That's still there for us. To accept the earth's love again would be to change how we live. All the way from our public shouting down to the little normal things we do every day. Our love of the earth is waiting for us within our body and our soul. The radical perspective shift waits for us in our senses, in our thoughts. Oh, Earthalluya, can we remember who we, who we are? <laughs> can we remember what we have, what lives in us? And now this love we, we can receive if we want it. With it, we can discover the other side of unconditional love, the thing that makes it so powerful, such a force. We'll join that wave of, of life that stops the big banks and the fossil fuel and their corrupted politicians. We will be unconditional in our devotion. Right? Amen? Are you with me? Somebody give me an earth hallelujah here. We will act and our action will be beyond fear and beyond anger and even beyond courage. We will enter the force of evolution. And what a force it is. And we'll enter that force for the Earth's sake. We will be a part of the Earth at that point. Can we turn to that force of life? That natural world. And not save it, but be saved because we are a part of it. The natural world lifting us back up and giving us the chance to discover where we actually live, the place, the ecosystem, the, the forest, the meadow. Where are we really? 
Without our constructions, where are we? When we find out, then we can discover the violence, the poisoning, the bad preachers. And then we can restart the unconditional love that pre-exists inside everyone around us. That's good politics, huh? earth alleluia change alleluia love alleluia Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. In Nevada's Silver Peak Range, there are six patches of Teams buckwheat, a rare flowering plant found nowhere else in the world. Only an estimated 42,000 plants remain on 10 acres. Last week, conservationists discovered that 40% of the total population had been destroyed. Conservationists have been working to protect Teams buckwheat from a proposed mine for lithium and boron, elements involved in producing clean energy technology. The operation would encompass the entire range of the plant's population, risking its extinction in the wild. Conservationists believed the damage came from humans, while the mining operation said they were confident that rodents must have ravaged the fields. At least 115 people were injured this summer when police shot them in the head or neck with so-called less lethal projectiles at protests over racial injustice and police brutality. Physicians for Human Rights, the organization that compiled the incidents, believes these figures are an undercount because its analysis is based on publicly available data and excluded some reports without adequate evidence. Today, the World Health Organization advises that even when mothers have COVID-19, the benefits of breastfeeding substantially outweigh the potential risks for transmission. This year, food wrappers have surpassed cigarette butts as the most collected item from the Ocean Conservancy's global annual cleanup. More than 940,000 volunteers in 116 countries collected nearly 32.5 million pieces of trash, including a record 4.7 million food wrappers, along with 4.2 million cigarette butts, 1.8 million plastic bottles, 1.5 million plastic bottle caps, and more than 940,000 straws and drink stirrers. Around the globe, an estimated 30 million people are involved in artisanal or small-scale mining. 30 to 40 percent of this takes place in South Africa. Small-scale mining is illegal in many places, including South Africa, but draws throngs of unemployed people from both within South Africa and neighboring countries trying their hand at mining both coal and gold. 80% of South Africa's electricity comes from coal. Unemployment in coal regions hovers at nearly 40%. So despite the risks involved, hunger drives the informal miners underground every day, where so-called blasters chip away at the coal for hours with pickaxes, filling wheelbarrows and sacks that another miner will heave above ground for collection. All of the names on the 2020 official list of hurricane names for the Atlantic Ocean hurricane season have now been claimed. That means the next system that forms into a tropical storm will get a name from the Greek alphabet. This has only happened once in Atlantic hurricane history in 2005. 
Tropical Depression 22 has become Alpha. And now Tropical Storm Beta is on the verge of tying a weather record that is more than a century old. It is the ninth tropical storm or hurricane to hit the U.S. mainland in a single season for the first time since 1916. Svalbard is a Norwegian archipelago in the high Arctic. On July 26th, Svalbard's only active coal mine, Groove 7, was reported to be flooded. Glacial meltwater entered the mine through a crevasse at the junction between the overlying ice cap and glacier below and seeped through from cracks in the bedrock. For the past two decades, coal mining in the area has been increasingly threatened by water intrusion from nearby melting glaciers and ice caps. The phenomenon of Arctic amplification, whereby temperatures are increasing at a greater rate in the Arctic compared to mid-latitudes, has fueled rapid glacial melt, causing rivers to discharge four times their usual volume. And astronomers have determined that some carbon-rich exoplanets, given the right circumstances, are likely to be made of diamonds. Here we are with today's interview, and a very special one it is. I'm here with Francisca Benitez, who is a prominent activist, a defender of neighborhoods against the billion-dollar real estate companies and families that rule New York City. I'm not exaggerating, am I, friend? <laughs> You're not exaggerating, really, yeah. because you know what? All this um, accumulation and this extraction is happening at every scale. And it's Even happening as in, we speak. Yeah. Exactly. And it's happening in neighborhoods where housing is not really housing. It's a commodity that is traded in the market. And then you have luxury buildings empty. And they're just on the market. That's right. And then the families that built up the neighborhoods with cottage industries, with services, with restaurants and bodegas, and, and the flavor of the neighborhood, the, the reality of the neighborhood, the neighborhood that gives its, its name and so forth, they get evicted and these shiny 20-story high towers and chain stores and Starbucks and so forth down on the ground, they come in and kick out the people that really made it what it is. So that's gentrification. Give us a little bit of a... a summary of how things are on the Lower East Side right now with that On story. the Lower East Side right now, luxury development is running rampant and people are standing up to it. We are resisting this. In 2008, the East Village got rezoned and uh, Chinatown, the Lower East Side, has been asking the same kind of protections that our neighbors got. And we've been fighting and we've been working and we've been doing all this work to create a community-led rezoning uh, to contest this vision of the developers, the vision they have of our city. Francisca Benitez is, as her name suggests, 
has lived much of her life in South America, in Chile. Yeah. Let's move the conversation from the struggle against the big real estate companies in the Lower East Side in Manhattan down to the lower part of a country that is shaped like a long version of Manhattan. It's <laughs> and down at the bottom, you have the Mapuche indigenous peoples who are, well, they were not conquered, were they, by the Spaniards and the Cortez and all that, Pizarro and the, the colonists. They resisted, and then Chile declared its independence. And then gradually the pacification program, the against the classic assimilation program against indigenous people began. How are they doing now, the Mapuche? The Mapuches are being treated inhumanely at every turn by the, the Chilean military. It's a continuous violence towards children, towards uh, people who work the land. It's really disgusting. And, and more, more and more people, I feel, are taking notice. Young so, people? Younger people, exactly. If you look at the, the big uprising that started, that was simmering for a long time, but actually exploded in October 18, last year, 2019. Mm -hmm. The newer generations, I feel, are, are understanding this pattern of extraction and accumulation that happens under capitalism, the racism inherent to it, and they're understanding what's happening to the Mapuche communities. And a lot of people are... Are they in the streets? Exactly. Uh, a lot of people are, are in the streets and are standing up next to the Mapuches. Gentrification and colonization have a definite similarity. Down there, of course, it's mining companies. It's actually right? the forest industry, the forestry industry that is a completely damaging to the ecosystem is an industry that is not indigenous to a place that is replacing all the indigenous forests that are completely diverse and support all the wow. life there. So basically, just to explain it quickly, the, the government subsidized the pine forests to support the, the wood uh, industry there. Oh. But these pine forests are very damaging to the land and they're taking all the water. The little water that's there is being swollen by all this pine forestry. There's just, there's nothing grows under them. It's just um, crops. It's just like an exactly. industrial tree farm. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened to a lot of Mapuche territory in the last 200 years. And uh, the Mapuches are defending the indigenous forest that grows there. That is this beautiful, uh -huh. diverse ecosystem with plants and animals. And, and the Mapuche know very well the land. They eat a lot. Their diet base is a lot uh, based on what's around there in, na in, in nature. And their medicine is from the Exactly, and, and the so medicines forth, and all that. In the indigenous tradition. So you have the governments from the dictators, uh, from Pinochet and so forth, you have governments that make deals with corporations. Oh yes, absolutely. You have all the, the wealth in Chile is concentrated in very few families and very huge oh. corporations. You know what we had in the 60s and then culminating with Allende was a process of a lot of common good. We had um, a robust education system and uh, we had national industries like the copper and a, a bunch of other national industries and all that got eroded throughout the military dictatorship. Well, I, you know, I always like to bring an interview on the Earth show to a conclusion with something on a hopeful note. And the involvement of young people 
in the earth justice movement in the United States and down in Chile as well. Now that would be an encouraging thing that that's the most populous generation. The young people have a sense of that, don't they? And it's just more of community, you know, because we, in the last 50 years, it's been everyone for themselves. Uh-huh. Well, let's share. Let's take care of our neighbors. Make sure that our community, that we can be of service to our community. Be with the people who need us. There you go. Hallelujah. Good, good politics is just love, right? Love a little. Right. That's right. <laughs> Well, Francisca Benitez, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank and you, Ray. Bless you. I'll see you at the Stop Shopping Choir rehearsals. I'll see you and, there. Uh, amen. All right. Have a good night. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Bye now. And so our earth service comes to its conclusion. We started by going through that door together, that entryway into the chapel of pre-existing condition of unconditional love. The love that comes to us from our parents, grandparents, all the way back, the trail of making love, the earth. That gift of love is in us now, and we've got to use it to oppose to resist the bad preachers, the predators, the ones who point their finger at us and they say, unless you believe what I believe, I'm, I'm your fundamentalist, I'm your devil. Well, now we do have this crisis in our human culture. We're out of balance. Our checks and balances are lost. The powerful are eating us up, the bad preachers. Okay, what do we do? We have these wildfires, we have this coronavirus, we have the monster storms, and we think of that as the apocalypse, don't we? Tragedy, and I know I'm talking to people who have lost loved ones. We were losing a thousand people a day here in New York last April. But there's messaging in the fire and the flood, like this message is in the wailing call of the Indri lemur. And we haven't known how to understand that message for centuries in our culture. But now, now we've got to remember that love, that unconditional love that we have inside of us that is a gift of the earth. We have to remember we've got that. Let that come rise up, dance it up, bring the music up into our consciousness again and face the fire and the flood and the virus. Face, face the earth and understand that the Earth is rebalancing its ecosystem, its larger, powerful ecosystem, and we can join. We're invited to join. Yes, believe it or not. That's not just an apocalypse. It's a, a revealing, the original meaning of the word, a shaking up of things so that the truth comes back into us. So the love can, comes back, the love comes back up into us. Amen, are we dancing now with the Earth? <laughs> we have things to learn that we don't understand yet but we will work together to resist the bad preachers the fundamentalists the kings of consumption eat us alive you and I can gather 
We can love the earth and love, love this community of people too that we live in. We have the earth in us. We are earthers. We are earthers. We're living the earth every minute. And that is how we will defend ourselves. That is the checks and balances of our beautiful constitution. We've got it here. Have a good apocalypse. Earth-a-lu-ya. <laughs>